Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Before we get into everything, thank you to our two newest patrons over at Patreon, Dane Hunt and Nino Scarcella. We greatly appreciate your support as well as the support of all of our other wonderful patrons who make this and the website possible. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Again, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you because Andy, as we've learned over the last like month, running a website can be super expensive, especially when you have random people in Rome um, hacking it. We can save that for another time. <laughs> but let's get into the obvious uh, matter of discussion. Tammy Abraham. It happened. Uh, Tiago Pinto, he came, he saw, he conquered in under one week. I, I think everybody seemed to make mention of how efficient his little trip to London was. I am in, in many ways shocked, surprised, excited, all positive emotions sort of bundled into one. It is expensive. That's obvious. I think that's just a market nowadays, but I do think this is a very, 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 very good player. I know you and I spoke about this in the previous episode, but now that we can, well, not officially yet because he's not, he hasn't been announced, but he, I, I think I'm waiting on, uh, I messaged Roma, their communications uh, team this afternoon. I don't know if it will be today. If it, if it is today, it will obviously be later today potentially tomorrow but nonetheless we can't say it's officially official but we can somewhat say half official you're you're excited about this right like you're on the same level of enthusiasm you're as ecstatic as I am right because you know I don't listen to many of the Roman radios but there was one in particular who made mention uh, over the past two weeks of Skamaka okay I think you know who I who I'm talking about, but um, it, it, it puzzles me that people are not on like the same level of uh, enthusiasm that I am. I kind of feel like a bit of a black sheep. Now, I know there are a lot of people who are excited about this, but I'm kind of looking around here being like, shouldn't we be way more enthusiastic about this? Am I, am I wrong? I, like you are enthusiastic about this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm enthusiastic. You know, first of all, the prospect of, of um of starting over uh, after Jeko uh, departed the club because this is something that we've been waiting for um well I would say a good three years because the 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 decline Jeko's decline started in 2018 and um I think that was the moment that it should have happened um instead he got renewed and it's, so it seemed like 
this adventure with Jeko was was bound to you know to to end next year when he would leave on a, on a free well he left on a free but still um till the end of his contract instead now we get the opportunity to um to see where this Roma can go um without one of its you know one of its most experienced players the a veteran that has entered the history books and in a way a player that has has kept you from from doing a lot of things you might have wanted to do in these last couple of years um and now you have this opportunity to to start from scratch go go in a different direction with a new manager and i i think again the the important aspect of this is that how how roma handled it um because up until what two weeks ago Jeko was fully on board it seemed like with 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 Roma with what Mourinho wanted to do and uh, even what he said after I believe it was the the game against Triestina or, or some other team that where, where he says said, why do we keep discussing my future yeah exactly <laughs> I, I'm just here I'm focused on being here I want to be here and and um, and then that just shows you again how everything is sort of because everything followed the the Lukaku decision. And fast forward two weeks later, Jekyll's at Inter um, and Tammy Abraham uh, comes to Roma for around 40 million plus bonuses. And this is an important investment. And so I get it that some people are nervous um, because, you know, recently every time you you sort of attach the, 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 the most expensive player tag to a player that becomes sort of, especially at Roma, it becomes like a, you know, uh, just something that will haunt you forever. And um, I think we all saw that with Sheik when he was brought in and and he was named the most expensive player in the club's history. Oh my gosh, you said his name. That was like the name that could not be uttered today. (laughs) Exactly. It's true. It it happened. It had to happen. A lot of people point out, oh, we don't like this because uh, it reminds us of of Schick. But but Schick was the kind of the half-assed move um, that Roma did when they weren't prepared. Um, It seemed like Roma were looking for a substitute at that time for Salah, uh, and they were, they kept being linked to Mares, Mares, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, they went for this um, very exciting prospect that had failed his medical with with Juventus, and all of a sudden decided to bring him in as a winger, and never really gave him the necessary light of day. Uh, they preferred to play Defrel ahead of him. And I think, listen, uh, Schick at that time wasn't, you know, wasn't anybody's favorite player. And I people feel very strongly about him. But it, I would be lying if this guy didn't go out and, and prove himself in the Bundesliga, prove himself in these past Euros. Um, showing that, yeah, maybe he wasn't, you know, the 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 second coming of Batistuta, but he was more than a capable player, and and that's what you want from Tammy Abraham. You're not bringing Tammy Abraham to to be your superstar. You're bringing Tammy Abraham to build something uh, going forward, like Mourinho said in his opening press conference and his only press conference so far, is that. Um, he signed on for three years and 
this isn't something where you you win uh, right off the bat. It's something where everybody works in or in order to build something for the future. And 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 I think bring, by bringing in a profile like Tammy Abraham, ignoring the likes of Lacazette, who's thirty one, and all kinds of other names that are not exciting, not sustainable, as specified in the Friedkin statement of where they want to go. Um, you bring in Tammy Abraham, who's 23, has shown uh, great potential uh, in the championship and in the Premier League when Chelsea um, had their uh, transfer uh, window banned. So he was, you know, he was their only their only hope up front, along with uh, with uh, an aging Olivier Giroud, and that's that's what you can say about this player is that you're bringing in a guy that you're hope that you hope to shape into a strong, uh, reliable presence up front. And, and that's about it. This is, you know, you, you obviously have, you're obviously going to face, you know, uh, problems with, with the, perhaps the lack of experience up front. You have Shomurodov, you have Bora Mayoral and Tommy Abraham. That's not, that doesn't exactly scream, screams experience, but, but it, 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 it you know, it it shows that this club wants to go in a different direction because perhaps it would have been easier to bring in somebody like Lacazette. You know, you're you're saying, oh, this, look at this guy. He's he's he, maybe he doesn't have it in himself to be in the Premier League, but maybe he can do well in the Serie. Yeah, uh, but Roma said no. We don't want to to do the same mistakes over and over again. Um, handing you know precious contract. Aging guy, to, huge wages. Yeah, to, to yeah, exactly. An aging guy, One huge final wages, big contract, and and especially up front because those players, mm. you, we saw it with Jeco. You you entered saw the with Pedro. Oh. We saw, of course, we saw it Seeing with Pedro. Disaster class. Sure, and 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 that that's usually what happens with Mkhitaryan being uh, an exception to the rule. At least for one part of the season, because that's you know, with so far, Mikitarian has shown that the a year for a footballer in his day and age is is um, is uh, is made of six months of quality, and and then the rest kind of uh, uh, mediocre. <laughs> right. So with Tammy Abraham, it's a important investment, very exciting investment, and it shows that Roma are prepared because they didn't. They didn't fuck around, you know. I'm sorry, but it, 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 when when Jacko turns your, his back on you, you have a gentleman agreement that whenever an offer arrives for him and he wants that offer, he wants the club to consider that offer, they let him go. Um, the you, you, Roma did not, you know, did not back down from their number one objective. We, that was Tammy Abraham. They went after him and they got him, and and that's how you handle yourself. So. Really, I mean, so far I have to give, you know, a lot of credit to, to to the efficiency, to to how the club has reacted. For example, with with Spinazzola's injury, boom! In two weeks' time, they sealed the deal for for uh, right. for his replacement. Jeco decides all of a sudden to leave. He wants, you know, he wants a two-year contract. He knows he's not gonna get it at Roma. He wants to leave. Boom! You get his replacement in five days' time. So. We obviously we'll see what happens on the pitch because ultimately that's when you judge your transfer window. But so far, 
Roma are prepared. You can see that it it, it, it looks different. This is not the kind of haphazard uh, sort of, you know, just improvised decision. Um, let's see what happens because that that's that was basically what Chick was. It was oh, we can take advantage of this opportunity. Then great, let's let's do it without really considering in the long run what it means to bring in somebody like Chick, and it didn't pay off then. Now I hope that this, with this kind of decision making, we will go in, you know, in a different direction compared to the previous years. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job; it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers. One hundred percent, and I, I'm going to be a bit of a nerd for a moment. I, I know the boring, dry financial stuff can be uh, a bit, especially when it comes to Roma. It can not only be na- nauseating, but obviously it's very boring. Nobody really cares about it. But I just have to bring this up, okay? So, Jekyll, okay, his transfer fee had already been amortized on on Roma's books, okay? And I think you and I have mentioned it on here at least uh, 15 to 20 dozen times about Jekyll's wage. He was earning $7.5 net per season, which comes to right around... 13 right 13 to 14 gross okay yep. so on roma's books okay jekyll was costing them um per year around 13 to 14 million euros now do we want to look at what the cost will be for tammy abraham so you have the transfer fee of 45 million euros okay you amortize that over five years so 45 divided by 5. I'm not great at math, but I'm pretty sure that's 9. So he's costing you 9 from the fee. And then when you take his wages, I was told it was 4, including bonus. 4 million net, which comes to right around, what, five and a half, six million gross, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and you add that to the annual, uh, the am- annual amortization amortization of his fee so you take uh the uh you take the nine million and then you add his wages uh in gross let's just say for the sake of an argument it is five and a half just to make it a a easier number so that means tammy abraham costs you 14 and a half million euros per season so, Andy, from a, even from a financial standpoint, I know a lot of the uh, interisti suddenly turned into accountants over the weekend. I, I, I applaud them for getting their degree so quickly. Um, but when you hear them talking about, oh, my gosh, I thought Roma was poor. Uh, where did they get this money from? How can they afford it? They didn't get a fee for Jekyll. This is where it helps to actually uh, know a little bit of the behind the scenes and the accounting portion as to how football clubs account for transfers. So again, 
Roma, they don't put the entire 45 million fee on their books immediately. You spread it out over the life of the contract, five-year contract, the fee amortizes at 9 million annually, and then you add his annual salary on top of that. Gross, uh, we'll call it five and a half again. So he's costing you 14 and a half, whereas Jekyll is costing you uh, 13 or 14. So more or less, we're talking about either equal or just a slightly higher cost uh, uh, to an asset, Andy, that has a far greater upside, obviously, than a you know 69-year-old Edin Dzeko. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this, this makes all the sense in the world. And I know w- when you look at it from this standpoint, from the accounting standpoint, it looks a lot better. But there's no hiding that this is a huge investment. Okay, a huge, huge, huge investment. I think we also have to talk about how, uh, remember how a few weeks ago there were some articles saying, oh, Roma, they're just not backing Mourinho. Mourinho is growing weary of the lack of support in the market. Uh, These types of articles were coming from the usual suspects. I, I don't want to get into names, but they were there. A, I found it hilarious at the time, but B, um, if anybody wanted to dismantle that narrative uh, in about two seconds, Tiago Pinto did it this weekend. I mean, not only is it showing the Friedkins how much they're willing to put forth into this club, but Andy, I, I mean, could Tiago Pinto have shown any more that he has the back of Jose Mourinho? I mean, this is huge. Right. I, I, I think he made a huge statement. I really well, do. There was a, there was a recent article by Culture Finance that said something that. Oh, uh, no, no, no! But it was this one was okay. The, the, this one was about how much money the Friedkins so far put in the club, and was something around oh, four hundred million. Mm. Um, that's that's a lot of money, and um, I I I know that Toyota um, is you know is booming with all the terrorism in the world. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to throw that in. Um, <laughs> listen, if, maybe if you know, if, uh, maybe we'll get blacklisted or something. But it's true. I mean, it, it, it's this is a you know, it, they are they have a lot of money. The freaking group have a lot of money. It's still to come out and 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 invest so heavily in this club that you know is is was losing money left and right, and it, it was you know it was a sight to behold. Um, but but this is an important sign. It shows that they are not there to you know to play games and just to use it as a hobby or something. It is, uh, it's it's this this is a this is an ownership that it wants to make a statement in in the long run in the long run. So they are setting up the team nicely. They they get easily one of the best managers in football history. They get him and. Whenever there is a moment of you know of of what should be panic, like the Spinazzola injury, they say, okay, we'll we'll go out of our way because you could have easily you could have easily said, ah, oh, you know, oh, we have Calafiori, oh, maybe Florenzi. Florenzi is a jolly, right? Everybody loves a jolly. You know, Florenzi has this this reputation of being a jolly, which, in other words, means he's not good at anything in particular because he's just he's used left and right on the pitch. You know, that he's so he's so good at being mediocre all over the pitch that 
he's not really good at anything in particular. But well, those that, articles are going to arrive more now about Cristante. You know that. Oh yeah, of course. But that's you know that's that's the norm. But I'm just saying that that could have been the easy way out, and instead they they back the coach, they back the sporting director to say, listen, you go, you do what you have to do to replace Spinazzola, even if it is for what five to six months. That's that's fine, and and. Jekyll leaves. Okay, I you know I saw a lot of people when when Jack was leaving, they were like, oh, but how can you let him go now? We don't have a replacement. We're gonna have to play with Shomurodov and Borja Mayoral for the for the rest of the season. And, uh, no, this is you know this the, these are well thought out decisions that show that Roma are uh, making making a difference in in terms of what they consider important going forward. Um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, this is a club that yes, has spent a lot of money in this transfer window, at least for its standards, but the money so far has been spent wisely. And, and, you know, for Tammy Abraham, you're paying an initial fee of 5 million and then the rest across five installments, I believe. So it's, and, and. A lot is is placed on the on on. I mean, look at how many names have been excluded from this team. Have we seen uh, this before in in the past few years? I don't think we've seen so many players being excluded from from the club. Like mm. right from the get go, we would have these players. Well, your just pal hang who around. went from barbecuing to taking oh selfies God. at um, uh, at the PSG yeah. match. Yeah. Um, I swear he he had to have heard the episode uh, because yeah, it had, was almost like he was giving to you a middle finger directly. It was. It. I don't. <laughs> I, I really don't understand if he loves that club so much, and he does. I mean, I, you can see the fans love him there, and and he 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 loved his time there. Why don't you retire from football and? Work as an ambassador for for the for the club. I mean, they, you know, you look at the Trezeguet. He did that with with Juve, and and can't you do this? If if your heart is there, but you don't receive any offers for playing, can you can't you make a living as an ambassador for PSG now that they're you know growing all over the world, and now with Messi there, they're gonna have uh, ten million times the, the 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 number of fans they used to have. I mean, it's. I don't, you know, this is so um, bizarre to have somebody right there, and and you know, just a leech, a leech. I'm sorry, but it's it's a leech because this guy has no business being being part of anything, you know. And I'm pretty sure that it, even if an offer arrived, he'd be like, oh. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, they let me go to Paris and they, they let me do my barbecue, so. Why should I, you know, why should I, why should I leave this Casal Palocco? Why should I move out to 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 some other godforsaken country if I can stay here? Um, I think that the the going back to the previous point is that uh, this ownership is is very determined in what they do. Their decisions are very like strict. They're final. So. It really it fills my heart with joy to see some of these names excluded right off the bat. You have no business being here. You have no place training with the rest of the team. That's it. That that should that should have been you know the the way Roma treated these these players um, 
in, in previous years, and they didn't do that. So I think that right now the market, what Roma are doing is very smart. Um, going into these final two weeks is uh, going to depend a lot on what, on who you can offload. And something has to happen there um, in order to, to bring in maybe, maybe an additional midfielder, for example. But so far... I think that this is very smart. I don't know. I don't think Roma have made uh, so many smart decisions in uh, over recent years all at once. Um, and that just shows me the first signs of what, you know, of, of growth of, of a certain, of, of, a, of, a, of a need and willingness to, to grow as a club. Yeah, definitely. Um, the upcoming days and weeks are going to be critical to see where this goes. As far as a little bit of the background uh, for Tammy Abraham, <laughs> when I saw this guy, when I when I got word from somebody at at uh, Roma that he was getting involved in the negotiation, I have to admit I got a bit of PTSD because uh, Federico Pastorello, who is the uh, agent of Lukaku. He got inserted into the negotiation pretty pretty late. Talks were already underway, um, but he came into the deal when um, when things were they were starting to heat up, but there was still some um, bridges that needed to be gapped, so to speak. For those who don't remember or didn't don't remember or didn't even know this to begin with, um, Pastorello was the one who did the negotiation for Malcolm. So when I went into my message thread with him in WhatsApp, I, I never delete my messages. So I was able to see our back and forth from, what was that, 2017, 18 with him. And I go, oh, man, if this happens again, I, I, I don't know if I can mentally take it because Abraham was a guy that, I wanted um, selfishly. I didn't. I didn't get excited over the likes of uh, Scamacca, Lacazette. Just like you, Andy. I, 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 I have watched a bit of Tammy Abraham, and what I've seen, I've absolutely loved. Um, I think that not being given uh, the, the the confidence of your manager obviously has an effect uh, on a younger player. So I think him coming here, knowing he's going to be one of the most important pieces is is crucial. But uh, Pastorello, he, I mean, he accelerated this thing from zero to 100 within literally 48 hours. I mean, I, I can't help but applaud him because he was the one who got this deal over the line. Um, Niall Fewings, who's a Washington agent uh, in England, he helps Tammy Abraham's father as an advisor. Um, he really didn't do much and there were those whispers about arsenal him holding out wanting and preferring to move to arsenal pastorello he made it pretty clear to everybody uh, on on friday and saturday that arsenal just was not an option at the moment and roma was really the only game in town so to speak I don't think that him taking a few days to reflect is a big deal. Andy, I saw a couple of people in our group chat say, oh, well, you know what? The fact that he needs some time to reflect on this move right. somewhat bothers right. me. 
I, that doesn't bother you, right? I mean, this is a young guy who has to think about moving abroad for the first time. I, I mean, I think anybody in any profession would do that too. Right. And, you know, first of all, I, again, I have to, um, because I'm always surprised. At, uh, it, it takes people time to realize how change, things change. This is not the team that is coming off a Champions League semifinal. When you are coming off a Champions League semifinal, you arguably did one of the worst transfer markets in, in, in the club's history. And basically, the, that, that whole session had to be wiped off um, and, and is still you know, being dealt with um, right now. This is a team that finished seventh only thanks to a dumbass goal by by Mikatarian <laughs> for whatever reason he decided to score that goal he scored it and because of him we are where we are but we finished 7th we're playing the conference league we're not playing the champions league this is and and we've missed out on the champions league for the third consecutive third? time right so any any sort of appeal that you had you don't have it anymore, at least not to that extent. So obviously, when players, when when a, when a player's agent, or at least a player who is at Chelsea, who of course as a bench player, fine, you know, take it as you want, but lifted a, a, a Champions League trophy two months ago. When a player, when his agent comes and says, "Oh, you know what, the Roma are interested in you." You are gonna have doubts. You are gonna have to think things through. Um, and and who wouldn't? When you're in the position of playing in the best league in the world, which is the Premier League, and you have your family there, your your boyhood club, the team that you are a fan of, uh, is interested in you, and you have the chance to continue playing in in, in the country where your family and your friends are from. You are always going to take time to think about that. And then once again, it's a matter of appeal. Roma, what can, what opportunity can they present him with? And what they can present him with, and what I guess is the main talking point that sort of the, Thiago Pinto presented him with, is you have a chance to play for Jose Mourinho, um, who wanted you. Because again, I think that I saw people say, why didn't we go for Belotti if the deal costs so much? I think that... Belotti was never really an option at the end of the day for Mourinho. Belotti was only mentioned um, before Mourinho came in and then were kept being mentioned by the same people. Um, because in, of his contractual situation. Yes, I, because as an opportunity, oh, look out, Belotti may be, you know, may, may be uh, able to come to Roma because he's fighting, you know, he's fighting to get out of of a, a Torino team that has avoided relegation on the last match day. and But it, it, I don't think Belotti was ever an option for a guy like uh, like Mourinho. And I think that a decision to invest that much in a guy like Tammy Abraham comes primarily because of Mourinho. You have that. And then you have the potential of being the player up front for a team, which is not something you can say when you go to uh, a team like Arsenal, because you still have a Boumeyang, you still, you know, maybe you have Lacazette there who's who's going to come back or something. You, it, it, It's problematic. At Roma, you can say, 
you're coming in to replace Edin Dzeko, right? And and that's that's the opportunity. You can be a starter. You're gonna get consistent playing time, and you can be a very very important player for the team. And that's what I think made the difference. Um, you're presenting a guy who never really had had a chance to make a difference. You're presenting him with a chance to make the difference. And uh, I think for for his development, um, he's he's gonna do well. Uh, I I wouldn't worry about the buyback clause. I think that that's no. something that you, I, I you know, uh, with Chelsea. When they're offering you to pay in five, you know, in a, a small initial fee and then five installments to cover forty million euros, um, that's there. There is always going to be something in exchange for that, and a buyback clause of eighty million um, is, I guess, fine. Um, doesn't prevent the player from, you know, from not feeling on loan. He's going to be. He's. He's. This is a permanent deal. This is it. This is. He's coming here for the long term. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, Absolutely. I think mentally that would help him too. Easier to settle in that way. I, I that that doesn't bother me in the slightest. Couple of other things before we go. Vinya, we saw the friendly. Okay, again, we're not going to blow up things that happen in the preseason when they're playing against guys who uh, they do this footballing thing on the weekends. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to make a huge deal about it. However. In this case, because it's the only thing we have to go off of, I liked every single thing that Vigna did. Am I overreacting? Probably. But I thought he was really strong. And if we're simply talking about, uh, A, players who look like a typical Jose Mourinho player, and B, a more than worthy replacement for Spinazzola, I mean, I, I feel like they really... Did a good operation here, and you know, again, this was against Raja Casablanca. Um, I, I thought that was a restaurant at first. It turns out it's a football team. <laughs> turns out it's a football team. So um, we, oh. <laughs> I hope that we are not gonna, you know, we're not gonna be targeted by any Raja Casablanca fans. But it's, you know, it. Well, did you see that display? Oh, beautiful! But beautiful. That's you know, that's what I want to see in friendlies at the Olimpico. I mean, the Olimpico sometimes looks such a limp stadium. Unfortunately, like. Well, that's because half the time you're having to limp to get in there. Exactly. I don't, for anybody <laughs> who hasn't been there, um, <laughs> I, um, it is not exactly. Uh, uh, public transit or user friendly. I mean, getting there is a real. Oh yeah, it's an adventure. You got to have your backpack. It's, it's an adventure. Yeah, yeah yes. you have to get your backpack ready. Uh, but it, it it was it was a, a very encouraging display. Um, by I think again a a player that will be you know will come in handy for the team, and that wasn't you know that wasn't brought in as. 
you know, oh, you have to, you have to be the next Roberto Carlos. No, you, you are going to be a, a functional part of the team. You're coming in to replace a guy that was having the time of his life, but you, you'll get your chance and your opportunity. And this is a guy that knows that coming in from Brazil, he wants to make a difference in Europe. That's what they all dream of, um, of coming to Europe and, and making a difference on, on that stage. And this is it. So I think that you have right there a player that is extremely motivated to do good. And the fact that he was already fielded uh, in this friendly is an encouraging sign because... And also a major slap to Ricardo Calafiori, who once again... Oh, I was about to say that too. Jesus Oof. Christ. I mean, you know, talk about a, a, a guy that can't seem to catch a break. I really hope, you know, for his sake, that this is the season that sort of helps him get a footing because right now he's not, you know, he's not particularly lucky. Um, listen, I hope that he ends up differently than than another uh, Mino Raiola client named Luca Pellegrini. Oof, yeah, you know, <laughs> that poor guy. Who's basically slowly but surely falling off a cliff. Um, but yeah, when it comes to Vigna, this is it. You make low-cost low operation in a market that really for that position demands... A minimum of 20 million, if not 25. And right there, you have him. And I, I hope that uh, he will take his time, that he will not discourage when the, you know, when the difficult moments arrive, because that's, but I saw him, I saw a player that is good, you know, in, 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 in when it comes to technique, I saw him with pace. Um, I saw him defensively good. So I, you know, I, let's, let's see what happens now with, with the Conference League and, and, and how Mourinho decides to manage that and then going into the Fiorentina game, what happens later on. Yeah, definitely. Final word, Tiago Pinto. I mean, the level of competency that he has shown in... It's hard to believe he's only been at Roma for eight months, but that's what it is. I, I don't want to... I don't want to get uh, get hyperbolic here, but I, I, I just find some of it funny because, you know, we were reading a lot of stupid things that some people were writing about this guy, in my opinion. A lot of stupid things. Um, some people calling him the, is this the next Monchi? Come on, really? Um, I mean, the level of competency that he is showing and has shown thus far I mean, it really is uh, astounding. And let's remember, this is a guy, 36 years old, very um, very old school is probably the best way I can put it, does not leak much. He actually, on WhatsApp at least, and to me and a couple of others that I know, he, he messages like your 75-year-old Nona, he messages back about five days later on something and it's like, Oh, well, you know, I forgot I even sent you that message to begin with. It was probably better that you don't even respond at this point. That's how he is. This guy doesn't say a word. He's quiet. Uh, the agents that I, a couple of agents I've spoken to of uh, guys at Roma, they talk about how great of a guy he is a bit shy, but still very down to earth, pleasant to be around. I, I just, it sounds like I'm gushing and that I have um, a crush or Someone's something. Someone's got a crush, but, yeah. 
Man, I, I have to tell you, though, it, it is impressive, okay? I mean, the fact that he was able to do, as you said, for Vigna, okay? Spinazzola, he's heard on uh, 3rd of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vigna lands uh, in Rome uh, like two weeks later, yeah. okay? Dzeko says he wants to go. A week later, he closes for Tammy Abraham. You know, say what you want about the individual players that he's gotten, but his approach in getting set players, I I can't help but be impressed. Yeah, and and especially considering the circumstances that I mean, he came in in January, and uh, I he he had you know all kinds of shit thrown at him. Um, He had. I mean, remember, first thing he has to deal with is Jekko wanting to leave and, you know, that, that ridiculous swap with Alexis Sanchez. That's what he walked into. He walked into a team that was devastated, that, that, that was, was plummeting down, down the drain. Um, a manager and a player getting into a dispute. Um, a manager that basically knew that they were not going to renew him. Uh, that, you know, that's... And a lot of decisions to make going into, you know, this new season. And and he's handled it. And I think that's, once again, that's because this is a guy that is not coming in here with the label of being the greatest sporting director in the world. This is a guy that is coming here. And initially, remember, we didn't know. We only knew that nothing about him. Knew nothing. Knew nothing. Knew nothing about the role he was going to cover. Whether he was going to be paired up with a more experienced sporting director. What was going to be his label? And now he's the general manager. He oversees everything. He does everything. And. I have to say that it's once again it's exciting to have that to to have somebody who's hungry to do well to that knows that yes I I was part of something special at Benfica but I was I was part of something here I can be the leader I can I can help the team move forward as as the guy and and to to see him then paired up with somebody as experienced as as Mourinho is, is great to see and you know so far Listen, the the challenge, the challenge to rid the team of the likes of Ante Cioric, Bianda, Justin Kluivert, Cengizunder, Olsen, Nzonzi, Pastore, Florenzi, and the list goes on and on and on and on, is, you know, just a challenge that I think would, would be unbelievable to anybody. And for somebody that came in uh, around seven months ago, Man, he's, you know, we'll see what what happens until the very last minute of this transfer window. But so far, um, you can see the, the, the dedication. And I have to say, man, the, the, the flex, the move of going out to London and then personally, personally bringing in the, the guy that everybody was saying, oh, you know, if, if he doesn't close it now... Then it's over, you know. Then that decision to let Edin Dzeko go was a terrible decision, and we should hang him right. and do all kinds of things to him and his family. Um, instead, he comes in and in at the airport waves to everybody with the player next to him. That's good. Oh, and I want to just remind everybody that Gianluca Petracchi is still jobless. Okay, 
and still giving interviews, by still, the way. He did one again over the yes. weekend. Is it, is it, does he get paid for these now? Uh, it, it has to be because I remember very well when he was saying, oh, I have two or three offers lined up and, and ready to go. He sounded pretty much like Francesco Totti. Um, but that's – and it's very funny for a guy that was supposed to be so omertoso, so silent, so deadly, um, is so loud, unnecessarily loud, and is currently not doing anything anything um and hasn't been doing anything in almost two years so um i don't get coffee with any of these journalists i don't talk to them ever <laughs> give me a break but only only two three times a week yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean listen the guy get clearly bitter and in fairness you could make the case that he does have a very good argument the way maybe the way it went about on both sides was not great but as you said, to be the guy that's saying, I'm Omerto, so I don't talk to anybody, to be doing these interviews every other week. In a way, I feel bad for him, but in another way, it's kind of like, well, now we really see who you are. Um, and it is a bit funny, I have to admit. All right, that's where we're going to leave it, everyone. Uh, curious to hear your feedback. Are you as excited about Tammy Abraham as we are? Let us know. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back later in the week. And until then, ciao. Ciao. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. See?